It's official. MoFi Gate is over. We think. And you've reached your vinyl resting place. This is Vinyl Community Podcasts. Buddies, what's going on? It's concert, buddy. Appreciate you joining me for another episode here on Vinyl Community Podcasts. This is kind of a special little ditty in that I'm actually only doing this for the podcast. And what I'm going to talk about is some information that has really served me well in my record collecting journey. And hopefully, either you already know about some of this stuff or it's new to you and will help you progress in amassing the record collection of your dreams. Notably, how I source my records that I purchase online. There's a lot of different places to go, and I'll kind of get into that. But to kind of kick it off, I want to say this. It's very important to always, when possible or whenever possible, support your local independent record store. And I say that because they're the lifeblood of not just your local community, but also this whole record resurgence, renaissance, whatever you want to call it. So I want to throw that out. Now, obviously, sometimes other factors can kind of get in the way. Distance, price, relationships. Some of these record owners can be a little cranky. I'm not going to lie. But I want to lead that off because whenever possible, I definitely try to support local first. The independents have done me well, and hopefully you all feel the same. Now, when it comes to buying records online, so many choices. I'll start off with the easy stuff, and that's when you're buying brand new vinyl, like new, new. Obviously, there's the box retailers, there's Amazon, there's Walmart, there's Target, right? I think those go without saying. But... There's also, speaking of your local independence, this is a good tie-in, actually. A lot of independent record stores use what I'll call the distributor model. They basically, you know, if you know anything about how they procure their inventories, new vinyl goes through the labels who go through distributors who then end up in your stores. And a lot of distributors have basically front-facing websites that they help build in conjunction in alignment with a lot of local record stores so that when you order new vinyl from your local record store online, a lot of times it's just going straight to the distributor to fulfill your order, ships from one of a handful of places across the country. Your local store doesn't even touch it. They get a cut for being kind of the gateway to putting that purchase together. But there's not a lot of like personal interaction. There's not a lot of uh, handling. It's pretty much going to a warehouse to a queue to be picked and, and all that sort of thing. So a lot of record stores employ this method. Personally, I think the user experience is, is a little short because it's harder to find vinyl and especially used, and we'll get into use here in a second. But the new vinyl in particular, if you're looking for a certain title, like example, this Talking Head, Stop Making Sense reissue just came out. If you didn't know the exact phrasing on these distributor sites, good luck trying to find the right copy. And then you're, you're going down a landmine filled <laughs> hole, a butthole of information to try to find just what you're looking for. The user experience, in short, on those distributor sites leaves a lot to be desired. 
So that's one way in conjunction with the big box guys to buy new vinyl. Obviously, you're familiar with eBay. eBay has new and used. A lot of record stores actually use eBay as a storefront. So there's that. But for the, the meat and potatoes of this information share, if you watch any of my YouTube podcasts, wherever you've seen my goofy face or heard my goofy voice, used vinyl is kind of where it's at for me. And inside of that, I really like hunting the rare, well-graded, believing what I'm buying, sight unseen type of sites. So before I share some of those, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about whatnot. And whatnot seems to be the kind of flavor of the past few months. And not just in record collecting, but video games and card collecting, any kind of collecting, it seems to be whatnot as a conduit to put buyers and sellers together. I personally have only used it a handful of times. And I say that because I haven't really found like the real rare stuff at a, a decent price. I think it's very similar to eBay that I think once you get into these bidding situations and whatnot wants that, it drives better returns on what they're selling. So sellers want that. Oftentimes it doesn't really help the buyers because it is overpricing a lot of records that you could get somewhere else. Or if you put a little bit more leg work into it, you could find them at a better price. But I have used whatnot. I know a lot of sellers offer like a promotional code to try to use it. I would, I would encourage anybody to give it a shot, check it out, make their own decisions. I can personally vouch it's not a regular part of my toolkit. I'll look at it on occasion. Same thing with eBay. Like I'll look at it on occasion. Those are really not my primary conduits to tracking down records. It's going to be these sites I'm about to talk about. Now, I'm not going to rank these because I don't want to like play favorites and I don't want to give the impression that I'm paid endorsing these sites. I have shopped all these stores and with the exception of a couple of them, I've actually been to their physical storefronts and hope to go to the other ones, by the way. But a lot of these guys and gals who run these shops do a really great job and it all starts to me with the user experience. And you say, what, what's the user experience mean? Well, to me, that's the ease of finding the records on their site. It can be something as easy as the search enabled on site is easy to find and, and pulls results. You don't need a lot of keywords to get what you're looking for. But it's also a lot of work on the actual site owners, store owners, to put, and again, I'm talking about used here, to build a SKU, to put a PDP, a product description page, up showing the actual record, one photo, two photos, what have you. So it is, from all indications and the folks I've talked to, the shop owners I've talked to, it's not easy work because you're literally building each record for sale, its own page, its own photos, descriptions, etc. right? So there's definitely work involved. Now there's some other sites that you can kind of use to kind of shorten uh, the selling front, I think Big Cartel being a, a site that a couple of sellers, and I'll get into those here in a little bit, I use, use. So anyway, talking about actual independent record stores that I buy from online, to me, these these are the best in class. And like I said, I'm not going to rank them. I'm not trying to play favorites. not trying to, again, I'm not paid to say any of this stuff. This is just my personal experience in hunting on records, and I've spent hours 
dollars, <laughs> brain energy, and your most valuable resource, time, looking for records through these sites and, and had a lot of success. So the first one that comes to mind as I'm talking about this is Loveland, Ohio, Plaid Room Records. Plaid Room, great shop, great curation, great customer service. I mean, I could I could continue with this the theme of great. This is a great it's a great experience. Um, up until recently, I only really shopped them for new vinyl. I would say in the last year, maybe eighteen months, they've added used vinyl, which has been a game changer because I follow them on social media and watching their used flip videos is like dangerous. It is like uh, enabling. It's like uh, crack almost. <laughs> it's like crack because they get some real heat and the used variety in that shop. And not being able to buy from them was it is it was tough. I would really watch those videos honestly to kind of get ideas of things that I may be interested in or things I didn't even know that was on vinyl. I digress. So in the last year plus, they've started selling used. They do used drops maybe one two times a month. And they drop it. They they make their announcements of the, the new arrivals, used and new, generally Thursday evenings. So I'd highly encourage you to sign up for the mailing list. All the information on these shops I'm going to put in the show notes. So please feel free to click through over there. But Thursday night is the drop of that information. It's usually after six central. But anyway, Platinum, great selection, great customer service, great pricing. I'm going to be honest, really good pricing, not just on used, but on the new, if you want to do the new stuff. Two things that really speak to me outside of those variables. They use whiplash mailers, which, again, I, I, I could get into another rant about the U-line and box preference and all stuff. But to me, whiplash is one of the best boxes you can use to ship records. So they use Whiplash, has their own branding on it and that sort of thing. But a real game changer, too, from Platteroom is if you contact them after you place your order, the simple email with your order number and so forth, shout out to Sarah and the Platteroom team. Reach out to them and ask them, particularly on new vinyl, or even if it's dead stock sealed used vinyl, if you ask them to open the vinyl and ship the record outside of the jacket, they do it. They'll do it for you. They even put it in another sleeve. And I do this because, you know, like, again, Concert Buddy Greatest Hit, Seam Splits, one of my biggest pet peeves by record collecting nowadays. A lot of times in transit, if that record's not packed tight, you can get seam splits. Even if it is packed tight, the record weight, the, the cheap material, the outer sleeve, still cannot prevent seam splits. But what can prevent seam splits is asking the store you're buying it from to ship in this method that's taking the record out of the outer jacket. It can still be in the same inner sleeves it's housed in and is shipping it behind the jacket. Plaid room, happy to oblige. Every time I send the email, they're always very accommodating. Uh, with the exception of like maybe one or two times the email did uh, get the intended recipient. I've never had an issue or a pushback or um, failure to comply on that. So plaid room records, level in Ohio. Love them, love them, love them. Couldn't say anything better about them. Next shop I'm going to talk about comes out of Phoenix, Arizona. If you've spent any time on YouTube you've and looking for records, learning about records, watching live streams about records, whatever it is, undoubtedly you're familiar with Mike Esposito's operation, the in-groove 
Mike does a really great job with his Thursday morning videos talking about new releases, probably best in class. There are several shops in the vinyl community on YouTube that do this. I'm thinking of Radio Wasteland on Saturdays. Uh, does this uh, walk and talk <laughs> my man music talk with John uh, he is partnered with his local record store swordfish records in Florida and he kind of talks about new releases too but Mike Esposito is kind of the the grand poobah of walking through the new releases each week it's appointment viewing if you're looking for new records and even when he's talking about his whatnot activities and even when he's talking about use which we'll talk about here shortly but Mike's user experience, his user interface, like I was talking about earlier, on his site, theingroove.com, really strong. He does a really good job of detailing the uh, the record, giving a little bio sometimes where applicable. And then, you know, there was a little thing he was doing, like a membership for just used for a while there, but that's kind of fallen by the wayside. So he is once again selling used to the masses. So used vinyl is available simply just go under music i believe it's pre-owned vinyl and there you go one thing they could probably use a little tidying up mike now that you're listening to this podcast is when something sells it still says it, it says sold out but it's not pulled from the site little 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 constructive uh, feedback there but um anyway ingroove great selection great if if going back to new records i mean if you want to buy your new records from mike I think I've done this a time or two, particularly on mobile fidelity recordings and releases. Same thing with Plaid Room. If you just ask them to open the new vinyl, ship it behind the sleeve, they're happy to accommodate. One thing that InGroove is really best in class about is the mailer, the actual box that they ship these records in. If you've ever ordered from Acoustic Sounds out there in Kansas, Chad Kassam's operation, it's a very similar type of winged box that Mike employs, um, I don't know if there's a patent, I don't know any of that kind of mumbo jumbo, but I can tell you that it's pretty tough to really damage a record in that box, barring Macho Man Savage elbow drop off the UPS truck or that sort of thing. But just through regular normal handling, shipping and handling practices from the carriers, Mike has gone out of his way to use a really top tier box and I applaud him for that. And it's usually what you find when when uh, a record collector owns a record shop, right? They understand the plight, <laughs> the plight of getting these records and getting them the way we hope them to arrive. Especially if you would walk into your local shop and get the sharp corners, no seam splits, etc. I, I don't think that's an unreasonable ask. All that said, the InGroove does a really nice job of giving that degree of customer service with the boxes, with opening new vinyl, putting it behind the sleeve, all that kind of stuff. So if you're not familiar, get familiar with the InGroove over in Phoenix, Arizona. Next shop I'm going to talk about, another personal favorite. I actually visited them for the first time a few months ago when I was in the state of Washington, and that's High Voltage Records in Tacoma. High Voltage is, uh, you know, they, they're a record store, I believe, first and foremost, but they also sell books. They've, I think they got some movies up in there. Um, you know, so definitely a lot of different types of media, but I think the bread and butter is, is vinyl. And in that, again, they sell new records too, but they also sell, again, bread and butter, folks. Used records, great grading, 
great variety. I mean, all these shops I've talked about so far have a lot of really interesting pieces that come through their shops and in a lot of cases ultimately find their way to these websites. It's just a matter of being diligent and checking them semi-regularly. Um, you know, when I was talking about plaid room, their stuff comes out on Thursdays and grooves a little hit or miss, to be honest with you, when it comes, especially when it comes to use, there's not like a normal cadence to that, that I've noticed. Um, but circling back, let me, let me throw this in about Ingroove too. I left this out. Uh, Ingroove, when it comes to those new releases, apologies, I didn't say this before. Uh, you can actually preview them Wednesday night. Shh. I don't even know if Mike knows that. I think it's just getting them live on site. So you can actually see, and I know some people, if the listing has been available, they have purchasings Wednesday night when it was really supposed to come out Friday. So insider tip. Back to high voltage in Tacoma. Great curation, great use selection, great customer service. You know, they, they ship very, very fast. Great turnover. Uh, free shipping over 100 dollars spent if i'm not mistaken um walking that back to with the other two shops plaid room i think is free shipping over 50 if i'm not mistaken and then ingroove i think it's uh free shipping over i think it's also 100 if i'm not mistaken yeah so so plaid room 50 free shipping ingroove 100 high voltage 100 anyway Keep digressing from high voltage. That's not fair to them. But great shop, great curation. Again, another thing that sets them apart, like I've talked about, the user experience. It's very easy to find the titles you're looking for with minimal effort. You go up to that search bar, put in what you're looking for. And then even the used piece, if you just go to the headers, and vinyl and used vinyl, easy to recall. So high voltage, one of my favorites. They're getting a lot of my money. These guys get a lot of my money. I'm not gonna be. I'm not. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Just from the ease of shopping, shopping with my devices, shopping at my time and my convenience, it's kind of what sets these guys apart. So next shop I'm gonna talk about is from the windy city of Chicago, Illinois. Another great store with a great selection and probably the best website or one of the best websites since I've been buying records over a decade online. And that's Dusty Groove over in the Wicker Park area, neighborhood of Chicago. Dusty really focuses, they're, they're kind of bread and butter. They're known for is their jazz selection. And they have a really good jazz curation, to be honest with you. I've shopped them. I was just up there a couple weeks ago, matter of fact, and ducked in and, it, you know, same as it ever was. Great selection, great service. Um, the thing that I really enjoy, one of the best, best websites. And I said earlier, you know, sometimes when you use a retailer and buy from them, it may say sold out and they may still leave the product description page up. But uh, with Dusty, you'll try, you'll convert the sale, whatever you're, you're looking to buy, you'll get an email. And usually within a matter of minutes, not much longer than 15 or 20, they'll pull it from the side if you, you've purchased it. But um, always enjoy that. They also give you a lot of different shipping options. Like if you want to ship media email, cool, priority, all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of diversity in terms of that. If you If you're in the area, you can even select that as a shipping option as a pickup. Then I think they charge sales tax, all that sort of thing. But the jazz selection is what they're known for. But don't don't sleep on the other stuff. They have really good hip hop records, which isn't easy to find. Uh, R and B soul isn't always easy to find. So it's a really diverse 
amount of offerings that they have. And again, speaking about the used variety, they got new records too. I'm not going to say they don't, but I think their real strength is the used curation. There was even a documentary, if you want to Google it, for Dusty Groove talking about how they source their records and how they really believe in the community and some stories of going and buying a collection and all that kind of stuff. So it gave a little bit of a personal feel to how they operate the business. But anyway, Dusty Groove, Chicago, Illinois. And you're doing yourself a disservice if you're not even going to the website. Just, just check out these websites, see what I'm talking about. Maybe it's not for you, but at least it's another avenue to help track down records that you maybe, you know, maybe you're tired of looking on Discogs. I didn't even talk about Discogs in the open. I think it's probably understood at this point that Discogs is a preeminent, you know, cataloging, researching, and in a lot of respects, buying platform for record collectors. But if Discogs isn't your thing and it's not for a lot of people in terms of the buying and selling piece, or at least the buying piece, these sites are where you want to be. Another one I want to talk about is in Dallas, Texas, the Lone Star State. That's Good Records. So Good Records is a shop that uh, use selection here, unlike the other ones I've talked about, use selection online, not real strong, to be honest with you. Um, what they're good at is putting a lot of their new stock online, particularly like record store day stuff. If you miss out on record store day offerings at your locals and you're trying to track down something that you missed out on, Good Records, I've had a lot of success on record store day or whenever they release, I think it's 7 o'clock the next day, titles to be sold online. I've pulled a lot of really quality titles from checking out their site. Again, user experience, really easy to do. The website's easy to navigate. Um, I've been there before. It's a solid shop, but um, you know, another option in your toolkit. Uh, one, one shop I'm thinking of that has a, a website set up similarly to Good Records while I'm thinking about it is in North Carolina. I believe they're just outside of Charlotte and it's Lunchbox Records. Similar kind of thing. Uh, they don't have a lot of used, if any, on their site, but similar to Good Records, they do a nice job of putting up new records and making them very searchable. Uh, I think free shipping is over $75 at Lunchbox. So, um, again, whenever I'm looking for record store day stuff that I couldn't cop on the normal guys or find at my locals, I'll often go to Lunchbox Records. And then a couple of sites that um, I don't think get a lot of acknowledgement in the vinyl community for whatever reasons that I've had a lot of great luck with and have, and had some nice exchanges with over the years. Uh, I'm thinking in particular of a shop. I think they're in Alabama, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're in Opelika, Alabama. And that is 10,000 Hertz records. So that's 10,100 Zero 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 HZ Records, and the proprietor, I believe, is named Russ or Russell. Great selection. Um, they have a nice mix of. I think their strength is putting up new records. To be honest with you, but also they do have some used variety. Like right now, if you go on their website, they actually have um, some like used Mobile Fidelity records, which aren't always easy to find in the wild. Um, prices are pretty solid. Uh, they ship very well, really nice mailers. Um, so I've done repeated business with them over the years and things I've been looking for, things that I couldn't find at the other guys. It, it, and, it, and here's the thing. All these shops I'm telling you about, 
highly recommend you bookmark them online, like your, whatever your web browser is of choice. Bookmark these shops because if you're looking for something like a new release, I'm making it up, like that Talking Heads one, which is sold out super quickly. You can go through and just hit all these guys in a matter of minutes and go to their site. And I'm, I'm stressing the user experience, the user interface highly with these shops because nobody's got a lot of time to try to dig and look under the couch cushions and use the right SEO and search engine optimization words and, and making sure the spellings are right. These sites all have made it so easy to find records on their respective sites that it's, I wouldn't say foolproof because there's some dumb people out there. I'm just going <laughs> to keep it real with you, buddies. But they've made it very easy to navigate and traverse their sites to get you closer to getting these records. So I really do appreciate that. Uh, outside of 10,000 Hertz records, Another good site is Dark Side Records. They're in Pennsylvania, if I'm not mistaken. Um, talking about used, um, their site's a little tricky to navigate. I do want to say that it's 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 a good user experience. Probably not as strong as some of the other shops I've talked about prior. But on Tuesdays is like their drop day. It's I think they call it used day or to use Tuesday, something like that. They, of course, they've got some cute branding on it. But they do a couple of things that are really strong is that knowing when the used are going to drop or at least the new arrivals is always helpful. But then they also have like an Excel sheet, I believe, that has a, a actual list list. If you don't feel like scanning like pages and pages and hitting next page, next page, you can just go straight to like the spreadsheet type format and they've already got it traversed out. I'm assuming that's how they inventory their, their stuff. But uh, Tuesdays, dark side records, check them out. Well worth it. Again, another place to try to find records online of the used variety that is not very easy. Another one that would be I would be remiss in not mentioning is uh, well, those are the I mean those are the ones I usually frequent, but the one that probably started it all for me of the online variety is Amoeba Records, and obviously if you're familiar with Amoeba, you know they're in California primarily in Los Angeles slash Hollywood. They also have locations in San Francisco and uh, like Berkeley, like uh, not too far from San Francisco. So call it the Amoeba Triangle, those three shops. But their website's pretty good, uh, not just for new stuff, but for used. And that um, it's free shipping on everything. So if you buy a $10 record, it's free shipping. You can buy a $1,000 record, free shipping. I've never bought a $1,000 record from Amoeba. <laughs> I'll be very clear if my wife's listening, but I haven't. Um, but free shipping is a game changer. And they use uh, whiplash type boxes. They're stiff whiplash, particularly if you're buying like ones or twos. So those are great. They're like tanks. Like you have really no problems when it comes to those type of boxes. So that's awesome. And then I'm going to kind of round third. And those are the local shops or the independent stores that have a great online presence that I've bought from and would recommend to anybody and everybody. But then a couple of little bonus, some bonus cookies. Um, I use, if you've heard me talk about this through my various content outlets, um, Record Safari out there in, in, in La La Land in uh, Los Angeles or outside of Los Angeles. Alex Rodriguez, a documentary of the same name. I won't get into all that. Um, but a great 
shop for curating. I'm jealous of people who live in that area because, uh, you know, it's, it's like a bounty of riches. If you get to go to that shop, I still haven't been able to make it out to a shop. I think they just had their second or third year anniversary. It's been a minute since I've been to, been to that side of the country and that state and that city and so forth. But, um, man, I'm just very jealous of anybody. I see folks like John Moreno and, uh, even the waxed gets over there pretty frequently. Uh, Jim record collector news, just jealous of y'all. That said, uh, the Record Safari does put up used records on their site. There's no real rhyme or reason of how, what, when, where. <laughs> My best advice would be to follow uh, their Instagram account, maybe set alar- uh, not alarm, alerts for when there's posts there because it's, it's, it's literally like random McRandoms and, and the condition and, and all those kind of things. It's pretty spot on. Um, I mean – one day they may put up a Pearl Jam Vitology first press, and then another day it's like the Motley Crue first press of Dr. Feelgood. I mean, this is very random, right? So it, it's a site you should check out frequently if you're not getting those alerts. But killer, killer stuff they throw up there. Uh, another site that I've recently learned about is called 818 Records. Uh, Record Safari and this this site, 818 Records, use that big cartel, uh, I guess, custom web setup for their user interface and i found it very easy to search um, what i'm trying to look for but also to navigate that's probably the most important thing right like they don't really have like a dedicated search uh you can contact them and ask them if you're looking for something in particular but it's very easy to i mean there's only a handful of pages up here anyway i think they have 10 or more it's not a lot when you really think about it um, but a lot of good stuff and of use varieties and it's actually pictures of the record so you can actually see the condition which goes a long way with me and then another one i'm gonna throw in here i have not bought from them but this may appeal to certain collectors it's called five dollar records the number five dollar records with two r's dot com a lot of cheap stuff collection building type stuff um, I haven't found anything for myself because I'm, I'm a little bit past the collection building part where I'm trying to get volume. And so to me, this isn't something that I, I would frequently use regularly. But again, maybe you're at the point in your collection building where you're looking to amass a lot of cheapies and do it, doing it quick, right? Or maybe you can catch them sleeping and find a nice Joni Mitchell record or something like that on the site. Um, they've got tons of pages and tons of listings. So $5 records may be where you want to go. One minute later. And buddies, that's all I have really for this list. There's so many other sites and some great sites out there and maybe in time. And if, if you watch any of my content, YouTube, listen to this podcast, I'll probably talk about some other avenues to find records. But to me, these these sites that I've shared here and these methods and places really make up the lion's share of how I hunt for that black gold online and have served me well and and in all the areas you want price shipping selection curation grading especially unused you know it's it's nothing worse than buying a record from somebody online and it's misgraded well outside of getting damaged or destroyed (laughs) let's keep it real folks but anyway appreciate you listening to this uh little unique podcast buddies a little kind of pod-only special for you folks who are kind enough to spend your time listening to these goofy shows. Uh, I'm taking a little bit of reprieve from the YouTube stuff for a hot minute, namely because I just moved and I, you know, it's a lot of movement there and some other stuff kind of going on. But I wanted to at least reach out, tell you I appreciate you. Um, next week, I'll be in Austin, Texas. 
at the National Austin Record Collector Show. Going to connect with some really great people in the vinyl community. I'm looking forward to that. And even more so, looking forward to hunting down some 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 killer things on my want list. Uh, this will be the third year I've been to Austin, and it's, and it's been great every year. And I expect this year will be no different. So wish me good vinyl luck. Just as hopefully, if you're out there too, come up. If you see my goofy face, come up, say hey. Say you like me, you hate me, you listen to me, whatever. always enjoy meeting people talking about records that's why i got into this in the first place to be honest with you so really appreciate it uh last things last uh again great friends of the program vinyl storage solutions don't forget those codes either concert buddy the name of my channel or bcp10 save you 10 percent on your sleeves your inners your outers your box sets uh there'll probably be a video coming out here not too not in the not too distant future of some new products that they're kind enough to send me to review and check out for my own wares so i'll be talking about those but vinyl storage solutions best in class storage options for your record collection anyway appreciate you buddies let's do it again soon and that was another trip around the turntable Thanks for listening to Vinyl Community Podcasts.